long, long time ago. We used to have run a show here at Hits FM. In a galaxy far, far away. (laughs) That's right. Uh, We used to host a show called Music Notes at 6. And one of our our weekly features was uh, a visit with Tim Baker with Sunrise Records. Uh, What was it called again? On the Shelves. On the Shelves, where we would yak about all the new releases each week. And, well, you haven't done that in a long time. Tim is still with Sunrise. And uh, we're here to talk about Record Store Day, which is coming up this weekend. And uh, I thought here's a great chance for us to get back together again and talk about the, the records that are coming this uh, this coming Saturday. And, is that right? Saturday morning, right? It's Saturday, yes. April 18th. It's uh, This is the eighth edition. Eight wow. years we've been doing this. Now, there's two a year, correct? Well, not really. There's a, there's a Black Friday, and it's kind of some people think of it as sort of like a little mini record store day. But is it? Is, well, it's 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 associated with record store day, but we don't really want to combine the two or okay. confuse the two. You know, let's not worry about that because we're looking at this day coming up. So it's this coming Saturday morning, and when do most of the stores open up? I, the reason I'm sort of setting the table here is because you know some people who are collectors these are the people that show up for these stores for this day aren't they? Yeah and uh, you will find that first of all all of the titles that are available and there's roughly you know around 300 okay. exclusive titles mostly vinyl um, available at only only available at independent record stores so you're really going to have to check in your area to see who's actually participating in record okay. store day and you can go online recordstoredaycanada.com and you can find out which stores are for instance sunrise records uh, in various cities and in, uh, in toronto sonic boom and uh, and a, a lot of the stores a lot of the independents are uh, they're doing special things having band performances and things like that yeah okay so starts early in the morning. Eight o'clock for is the earliest that anyone can open. Okay. Okay. For instance, will be open. Sunrise will be open at nine a.m. Okay. I'm going to get into what releases are coming up, what you're excited about, what you anticipate is going to be big. But I mean, I've never been. I, I used to go to record stores. Seriously, I've never been to record store day, mainly because there is this thing that by the time I would finally get there. Anything that was any good was gone. Oh, well, you just so deconstruct that for me. Okay, all right. Um, again, you want to be there before the stores open. Okay. Okay, and and the beauty is there is never more than five thousand pieces of any title released around the world. Okay. So depending on what your local record store uh, has purchased to mm-hmm. sell you could find say the the foo fighters piece which is coming out this saturday some stores might have five pieces some stores might have 20 oh. it really depends so you're going to have to check with your stores just to see exactly what they've got and make a determination as to where you're going to shop why is there such a shortage of these vinyl pieces well it's we don't look at it as a shortage we look at it as okay. we want to make them We want people to look at this as something that's really special. If you did 10, 15, 25,000 pieces, it's not, it's, it's not really a collectible piece anymore. You know, it's, it's wow, like it's, collector's it's card. I'm going to play with you here because okay, part, that's fine. Part, of me, part of me feels is that, you Just know. keep it PG. <laughs> with, <laughs> with the resurgence of vinyl and people buying vinyl, you would think that on Record Store Day, 
where there's an opportunity to sell these special editions that are not available at other times of the year, why make 5000 Why not make 50000 because we all have more people buying more vinyl. Isn't that the whole point? Well, that would be nice, but the the, the problem is, is there's just not enough pressing facilities to, okay. to facilitate pre- uh, pressing 50,000 copies of pretty much anything, really. So part of the shortage, the limited supply, is part of the fact that you simply can't press this many, and part of it is to make them really exclusive, right? E- exactly, but I can tell you right now that they've been pressing Record Store Day, and I'm going to use the word product, since Christmas. Uh, all the pressing facilities pretty much in, in Germany and in the United States have been busy doing just that. Wow. A lot of people talk about the resurgence of vinyl. Is it really – Is it? how far do you think this is going to go? Really? Well, you know, it's – I'm I'm excited about, about a younger demographic, a younger generation that is actually taking a keen interest and becoming collectors of music again. Wow. Because we haven't really seen that since the 90s. That's true. You you're know, absolutely we, right. So you're seeing this with a new generation of music fans. They actually believe in owning and and having, right, and collecting. And they're, 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 they're getting into the bands. You know what I mean? When we were growing up, was, we, we were into the genealogy of, of every band that oh, we yeah. absolutely loved. You know, I mean, I can tell you exactly every, you know, Every member of Free, you know, Andy Fraser, Paul Costa, you know, I mean, and so could you, and so could our members of our peers, our peer groups. So, and that's that really fell by the wayside for a long period of time, but I think that there's been a bit of a return to it. We're talking with Tim Baker of Sunrise, who is a front man for Record Store Day, and we're going to get into all the records, but I want to get back to, you know, this new generation of record buyer right now. Do you think, I assume nothing, do you think that they, um, have the same sort of uh, experience listening to vinyl that we once did. We romanticized it to the point that, yeah, we talk about we would put a record on the platter and we'd listen to the whole thing, stare at the album jack, and it kind of absorbed everything that came along with it, that listening to a record was an experience. It wasn't about playing tracks. Do you think they appreciate music on the same kind of level as perhaps people from back in the 70s, 80s, 90s did? I think they're beginning to. I really do. Um, Back when when we were buying vinyl back in the heyday in the late 70s and whenever, or throughout the 70s, it was you would invite people over to listen to a brand new album. I remember that. If Pink Floyd came out with a new album, it was like, okay, everybody come over to my place. We're going to sit. We're going to listen to Pink Floyd. We might do a little... Something else, something but else. you know, right? Just to appreciate the album a little more. But <laughs> I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of that '70s show and those guys down in the basement. That's what it was like for my gang. You know what I mean? We'd hang out and we'd listen to music, and it was really an experience. And and and, and you're just saying a shared experience at times as well too. It's a little sense of that happening again. Huh? I would really like to believe that. I would, you know, and and I think it is happening. I think that they're taking pride in what they're buying, and you, I think they're being very careful about, you know, th- making sure that all their friends appreciate exactly what they're doing. Do you think anybody appreciate, appreciates the, uh, the 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 warmer sound that apparently comes along with vinyl? You think it's at that level? I'm I'm not so sure yet. I think. Um, time will tell. And I think as they graduate from 
players that aren't necessarily the greatest stereos that they that they've you know, their entry level. Whether mm-hmm. it's you know you're not, I've got nothing against Crosley, but you're not going to get the full effect of an album listening to it on a Crosley. You're going to actually have to step up to a component system, and I think that will come. Wow. Uh, what what kind of music dominates? Record store day and vinyl sales overall. Well, originally it was pretty much the standard rock okay. product. I mean, every year you always had you know a Grateful Dead piece, and, and and but after a while we started realizing you know what, every year we're preaching to the converted, yeah. and we need to to appeal to a broader demo, and try and get some people into that into the stores again that were you know whether it's hip-hop or whether it's electronica or even whether it's pop period i mean last year we had a one direction piece it was one of the biggest selling pieces that record store day had wow and there's nothing wrong with that because i look at you know and i and and i don't criticize people's taste in music but i look at something like one direction as a gateway drug you know (laughs) those kids will eventually hopefully get into something you know, they, they they could graduate in another three or four years to listen to Soundgarden. It's possible. You know, I mean, when I was growing up, I didn't start off buying Miles Davis. Okay, you know, I really didn't. I was going to say we all have those <laughs> records that we will not admit to on this radio program. You no. Know, I actually lived through my brother's records collection, so I never really had my own. And when I finally started buying records, I kind of figured it out. You know what I mean? I didn't make too many mistakes. But, you know, One Direction is the entry-level drug, and people hopefully will evolve into something a little more sophisticated and deeper, richer, more rewarding. Well, that's what we hope for. So, uh, okay, let's talk about uh, the event that is this coming Saturday, Record Store Day. Uh 8 o'clock in the morning, 9 at the very latest. Um what some stores are opening at 10 i know that for a fact but okay. uh, you know it's so you, so you got to check it what's the website again uh recordstoredaycanada.com got it recordstoredaycanada.com and you can find out wherever you happen to be living in canada what stores are participating okay. in record store day there are roughly around 175 uh independent stores across the country really yes there are and they're not you know, all museums. Yeah, some people would say, yeah, they've kind of disappeared because there wasn't. I'm, I'm being really nostalgic here in a way, but we are talking mm-hmm. about, you know, a product that's in many ways a nostalgia product that's relevant again. That record stores used to dominate the landscape. It was nothing to go into a mall or, I mean, for me, I grew up in Toronto and Young Street was my strip and you could hit 10 record stores in a, in a morning or an afternoon. Sure you could. Now you have to look around for them, but they're there. Mm-hmm. You're saying they are. Absolutely. Okay. So a lot of the titles we're going to talk about now are on this website, and I'll defer everybody to go to it to get a, you know, because we're just going to do the tip of the iceberg here. What can we look forward to? Well, first thing, oh. first thing, we're talking about exclusive records. Exactly. Not the, just like Led Zeppelin Four. Those are always there. Right. But we're looking for the pro- products that are produced especially for this day, correct? Right. And okay. once they're gone, they're not coming back. It's it's it, they're not going to be reprinted. So no, like no, 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 no. You know, there's uh, there's something for everybody on this list. I mean, as I say, we're looking at pretty close to three hundred different pieces of again i'll use that horrible word product yeah yeah i apologize yeah we hate to to diminish exactly art to product but let's call the physical thing a piece of product so what i thought i might do is just tell you who the artists are 
and then yeah. you can find out exactly what the pieces are. Okay. Okay, because it's difficult to visualize what we've got here on radio. Okay. So I'm just going to tell you the names of some of the artists who okay. have specific pieces coming out that are exclusive and you can only get on Record Store Day got at it. independent record stores. Okay. okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. from uh, Asbury Park, Born to Run, Darkness on the Edge of Town. Uh, there's Jeff Beck, Seven Inches. Oh, really? Like, seriously, okay? okay. Um, High Ho Silver Lining, um, okay. which, wow. yes. Okay. <laughs> um, and, okay, something that I really love, because I was always a big fan of Alex Harvey. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, Midnight Moses is out on a Seven Inch. And um, you remember Seven Inches? Yeah. <laughs> I grew up with I say I grew up with my brother's record collection and it was stacks of forty fives all over the place falling on the floor and stuff like that. So yeah. yes, there's a Sam Roberts album. Okay, okay. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, soundtrack for Twin Peaks. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. Uh, there's the old Twin Peaks, yes. not the one currently. Well, yes. Well, yeah. Well, whether or not later day, who knows? Really. Um, we have some kink seven inches. Okay. There's there's a few of those. And, um, okay, here's something. If you're a Doors fan, okay. Strange Days in Mono. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, now, in terms of, okay, yeah, keep going. Uh, the 101ers. Who are they? Elgin Avenue Breakdown. Oh, come on, Joe Strummer. Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah. Clash, right? One okay. Uh, and of course, we have uh, some flaming lips. Okay, there's a few different flaming lips pieces. Okay, okay. Uh, a Tegan and Sarah live at Zia Records. Oh wow! Zia Records are pals of mine, actually. Okay. Um, okay, we have Mastodon Atlanta, and Ooh. that's a pick disc. Okay. okay. Uh, oh, there's another pick flaming disc, lips. Obviously, a picture disc that they go for, obviously go for more money, right? Well, not necessarily. Um, you're going to find pricing pretty much all over the place, but we try and make sure that nobody gouges. Okay. okay. I mean, you know, we it's difficult to to we can't tell people what to sell it for. We just can't do that. Um, every store sets their own prices. Is but, that right, eh? Yeah, of course. And um, uh, it's you know, it's a free market, and okay. and hopefully. Um, and I know we're going to talk about this probably a little bit later about uh, people hoarding, because yeah. I know that uh, some people aren't particularly pleased with, you know, people walking out of a record store with 50 different pieces and then it shows up on eBay. Uh, we do try and discourage that to the best we can. Um, okay, there's some Rory Gallagher okay. as well. Okay. Um, okay, Time Warp EP. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay, uh, <laughs> there's some really weird stuff too. Uh, I'm not kidding. You um, know what? I you know as you mentioned, you mentioned Rory Gallagher, a, an amazing guitar player. There is definitely a market for it out there. In fact, there's been a, a real interest in him. Again, all of these releases make sense. I know all of these. I know the people that are buying these records already. Yep. As you're writing out when they when they re-released his, his original studio albums. Yeah. Um, over the last couple of years, they sold like hotcakes. They did really well. I yeah. still remember actually seeing them at the Colonnade, right, way wow. back when on Young Street. And, uh, yeah. Um, okay, Bob Dylan and the band, Basement Tapes, being released on vinyl and some other, okay. a few other things as well. Uh, there's a Sloan uh, alternates. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. So we get a lot of good Canadian content, too. I'd like to see a little bit more. But uh, soundtrack for Walking Dead. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to give everybody a, a, an idea of what some of the different kind of product is. It's just it's, it's a wide it's process. Absolutely, yeah. it's all over the place. Uh, Black Keys piece. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Springsteen, but um, again, there's close to 300 different titles here. Okay. All the titles are found. What's the website again for our listeners? Uh, RecordStoreDayCanada.com. Okay. Now, you did mention about hoarding. It was a real concern that I had. I when I when Earlier when I said, you know, one of the reasons I've never been to a Record Store Day is because my feeling was by the time I got there, the record releases be gone. I envision that there, and there's maybe a truth or a half-truth or none of this is true, that there are these guys that come and they're lining up early and they step in and like the old scalpers would buy the floor, and then scalp them all out. Yes. That's, uh, again, and I can't speak for other stores, but I mean, I mean I'm mean, i looking at Sunrise Records, and, and we make sure, as best we can, and we make sure that our staff is aware that if somebody's coming up to the counter with 25 or 30 different SKUs, right, we know what that is. Now, you, okay. you just said it's a free market. Record stores are allowed to set prices, and if you're managing a store, hey, you know, your job is done if the shelves are cleaned out. Do you really care? Well, actually, yes. Okay. You know, so I'm um, glad you said that because I was hoping because the customers should count in this. Of, of course. Not and, only and on that day, but the long-term relationship that you have with them, right? I'll tell you right now, our, our store managers know who their customers are. Okay. And they've been chatting them up and telling them what's coming. And they know that the, who those people are in line, and they know that they're buying for the right reasons. Okay. And then when they see somebody who they've not necessarily seen before, and they're trying to pick up, you know, they and I've seen it before, even when I was down at Young Street. Um, no, no, no. We know who some of those players are. Sure. And um, it's it's difficult to tell them that they can't have everything. So, you know, we'll let them get away with a couple of pieces, but that's pretty much about it. Do you have res- are there one per? Yes, there are okay. one. Okay. Wow. One of any particular title. So if, customer. You, if you wanted to buy more, you have to go out of the store, ditch it in your car, and come right back in? Well, no, because you, the, we know who they are. Wow. You know, seriously. And it, you can't say, well, it's for my girlfriend or it's for my dad. He really wants this and I want a copy too. Sorry. We want to try and be as fair as possible. It's hard. It really is hard. And I know and I know people don't necessarily believe us when we say that, that we we try and make sure that it doesn't happen. But we honestly do try and make sure that that doesn't happen. And every year we learn a little bit more. Record Store Day is exclusively to the stores. You cannot buy this stuff online. You cannot buy it Through a website. No. uh, After Record Store Day is over, only those stores can sell online on their own website. They cannot go on eBay. Okay. Okay. And as chairman, I can tell you right now, last year I put three stores, I gave three stores in Canada the death penalty. Really? Uh, which means they can't participate in this Record Store Day right. because of that very fact. All right. So let's say at the end of Record Store Day, it's closing time. It's 6, six o'clock or whatever. Uh-huh. Doors are closed and there's 100 pieces that are sitting there that mm-hmm. for some reason didn't get picked up. Those can go online. The store can put them on their own website okay. after. On their own website. On their own website. But That's they great. can't sell on eBay. Okay, and they can't gouge. So if for any reason you can't go, you can check out those stores, and maybe they might have something on their websites. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last question for you is of – I'm sure there's a lot of enthusiasm and a lot of talk with everybody in all the stores. 
what is the holy grail? What is the big release that everybody feels is going to be the one that our people are going to clamor for? Well, I'm... Okay, or is there a group? There's there's quite a few, actually. I think the, oh, Met- that's good. the Metallica cassette, I think. And there's a few cassettes, actually. The Metallica... Cassette. Oh, no, 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 I'm not going to say anything more about that. There's also a mystery album, okay, that... Um, You're killing me no, here. No, I know, but it, see, I don't know what it is. I'm not sure what it is. And we have not, one every year. This, by, we don't know who the artist Last is. Last year it was Rush. Damn. Yes. You're killing me no, here. I know. And um, something that's kind of interesting. I know I was mentioning Crosley's, and uh, but there's a Ramones Crosley player. Okay. <laughs> right. Specifically for Record Store Day. Last year we had the Peanuts Crosley, and that sold really well. I oh, think no, okay, this one... And when you say, uh, what, what is it? Is the platter got a, it's got a, a mat on it with... The oh, no, 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 no. The actual record player itself yeah. has the, the, the top piece, yeah. has the Ramones logo, yeah. and when you open up the cover, <laughs> inside is the Ramones, all four of them. Against the okay. brick wall, that shot? It's, uh, no, it isn't. It's actually them playing live on stage, and it's pink. It's really neat. Wow. I yeah, mean, yeah, oh, yeah. lid to the record player go one two three four yeah and i know each one of our stores has about maybe six or seven pieces hey you mentioned cassettes like i got i can't let you go without talking about that last uh, on black friday last year the biggest selling thing we had was the guardians of the galaxy cassette wow. and it sold like my god who's got a cassette player? i have no idea now, i really uh, listen don't. now you're talking about selling turntables that's part of what the experience about going to a record store is and you can buy turntables and you can buy vinyl you think cassettes are coming back? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, 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 I don't think so. Do you remember when you used to leave them in your car well, on yeah. the dashboard in the summertime and you come back and it's all melted? What I do remember is it was mixed tapes and that's how we learned a lot about music. It was like, you know, hey, I've got all these things and you put all these great mixes together and you would share them with your friends and you became fans of other groups through all those mixed tapes. That's what I romanticize mostly about cassettes, you know. Oh, and making and and, and making mixtapes for your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. You know, spooky songs. tooth, like you broke my heart, so I busted your jaw. <laughs> right? All time favorite title of an album. I'm not sure if my girlfriend would ever want me to down or, or uh, to, to record uh, speaking, spooky tooth. Okay, speaking of spooky tooth, actually, <laughs> there is a piece out this record store day. Okay. Of who they were formerly, a band called Art. Okay. Okay, and it's not going to be many, but anyhow. Wow. We're really dating ourselves here. <laughs> My God. But you know what? Like you said, there is something for everybody here. This is not about, hey, it's the Black Keys or Sam Roberts and the latest bands. This is heritage music, a lot of it, or music from heritage artists and re-releases and stuff like that. So I'm excited. I think, I mean, the, just the fact that you just say, you know what? There's something for everybody and it's worth a shot going to the store. I'm in. Good. I'll be, we'll look forward to seeing you. All right. Tim Baker, thank you very much. My pleasure.